I just made a word up. That's so funny. <laughs> we just became a conglomerate. Where did that word come from? More than five letters. More yeah, than five not, letters. That's, right. that's five syllables. That's more than five letters. My husband works with computers, and that is very different <laughs> than ministry. Yeah. So I can throw something out, and you can say, that's stupid, Kay. We have a severe case of collective ADD. I'm sorry, listeners. Community and connection have been vitally important because, you know, if you do it by yourself, it's all your fault. There are 15 of us in a tiny room. We have no idea how professional or unprofessional this thing may turn out once we're done with it. Welcome to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping ministry leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. Check, check, one, two, is this thing on? Welcome to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. Welcome back. My name is Chris Lynch. Uh, as always, I am joined here with Kay Wolfinger, Laura McLean, and Caroline Wood. Uh, we are excited today to share another one of our uh, core values. Uh, before we jump into that, I'm going to turn it over to Kay. Kay's got something. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about this. I don't usually turn the podcast over this quickly, Kay. So I know uh, I have zero idea what's coming. Um, this is a little anxiety um, creating for me, but I'm going to give it over and trust. Chris likes to control the mic. But, so anyway, I've been thinking about, we've been starting out the podcast because we want you all to kind of get to know us a little bit better. And in the youth ministry world, we'd call that like an icebreaker, right? And a question or something we start with. And um, so I was thinking about this topic today on creativity and how we can um, kind of start the conversation. But you know, I, when I hear icebreaker, I, I get kind of anxious because I really don't like icebreakers, but I always make, right? We make which, our Which might be why I didn't want to turn it over to you. It had nothing to do with that. I, I know, I know. Right. But I think, I think we should call it a cold open because that's what they do, you know, in the like. In the uh, biz. In the biz, in the TV world. So now, I don't know, on podcast world. So now in my mind, all I'm hearing is, she's as cold as ice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's foreigner, right? Yes, it is. Um, Welcome to my ridiculous mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's Great really scary. Stand far away. It's really scary. <laughs> Do not go in there. So our cold open for today, um, since we are talking about creativity, we each have, um, some of us, multiple um, creative hobbies that we do some earn money from those hobbies and others just do it on their own. And so I thought it would be fun for us to talk about what those um, hobbies or outlets are and share those with everyone. So who wants to start? Chris. You want me to go first? Yeah. Cause I think it's the most interesting. The most interesting. So well, maybe not the most interesting, but <laughs> <laughs> the I am the most interesting man in the world. Um, <laughs> so I have, so I think the one you, I'm going to say the one, I have several hobbies. Um, mm -hmm. I, I do really enjoy playing golf, although I stink at it. Um, but anything I can do to get outside is a good deal for me. Uh, probably the one that Kay's talking about that, that I do on the side, uh, I do a lot is 
I, I cook barbecue. Um, so I like to smoke uh, meat. And so it's a random thing that I do. Um, so my one of my, my best friend and I, uh, probably 15 years or so ago, he calls me up randomly and says, hey, man, there's a barbecue contest over in Abbeville, which is a town 45 minutes from us. I'm like, okay. He says, let's go enter. Huh? So we went and entered a barbecue contest. Um, we had no idea what we're doing. Um, but we've learned a lot since then. Uh, I grew up around barbecue my entire life. Most folks for Christmas, they have um, uh, turkeys or hams. My family had hogs. And we cook a whole hog for Christmas. or, or for Christmas. And um, so I've been around barbecue my entire life. And so we started doing that contest. That led to, hey, can you do barbecue for a birthday party or a, you know, a wedding or a whatever. And um, so we do a little catering on the side and it's really fun. It's, we've been asked a lot of, a lot of times, you know, do you guys have a restaurant? We're like, no. And the main reason is because we're afraid that if we open a restaurant, that it would be too much like work. So uh, <laughs> yeah. having fun gives a chance to sit around and, you know, it's it don't, don't tell our wives, but when we cook, when we smoke barbecue, we cook barbecue, you know, it's like a 12 hour process. And like the first six or seven hours, it's nothing except sitting there and talking <laughs> and doing nothing. But we're, we're, we're cooking barbecue. So yeah, you're working. We're working hard. Absolutely. We're right. hard working. Oh my and this is, this is how junior high this group is, by the way, whenever Chris is out um, buying the pork for the barbecue, he's actually buying pork butt. And so he's smoking his butt and we just die laughing. Yes. It's never <laughs> not funny. You, you can take, you can take the youth worker out of the junior high, but you can't take the junior high out of the youth worker. Okay. Right. There's always yeah. some kind of butt joke when I'm, yeah. when I'm smoking butts. Yeah. Caroline, what about you? Talk about your creative outlet. Oh your my outlet. goodness. You have a lot. So I do. I am an artist wannabe. So I dabble in all kinds of things. Watercolor, multimedia, um, art and spiritual direction, which is like collage sort of things. I just love, um, it's a good day when you have paint on your hands. It is a really good day. Mm -hmm. um, I also like to make jewelry or um you know, earrings, gifts. I've done some memorial pieces for people where their mom or the matriarch of the family has passed on and taken like a strand of pearls and made earrings for uh, all the female members of the family, mm -hmm. things like that. So um, I'm a, I, I like to say I'm an artist wannabe. Gosh, Caroline shares her hobby, this like this moving moment. I'm like, I smoke meat. <laughs> 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 well, I'll I'll paint a pig and send it to you. Chris. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and I will say too, Caroline has um, led a retreat for me and does an amazing job. It's mm -hmm. very meaningful. So she's oh, good. I don't think you're a wannabe. I I would call you an yeah. artist <laughs> for oh, sure. You're too kind, Laura. What about you? Well, um, I mean, I'm not like artsy fartsy, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I do have a silhouette machine that is like a vinyl cutting machine or paper and that you kind of thing. You have a cricket? 
No, it's a silhouette. It's a oh, it's a silhouette. Time. Oh, I thought it was a silhouette yeah. was what it did. I didn't realize it was. No, no, no. That's what it made of the brain. That's right. Clearly, that's I don't a... dabble in. Clearly, I don't <laughs> in dabble the artsy in artsy. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm less artsy. You're dabble in the craft world. I, I'm less artsy fartsy than you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what that translates to is like, I make some decals. I make, uh, t-shirts for my family when we go to disney except my husband he doesn't play that game but you know <laughs> that's okay and really my youngest son doesn't either he's like yeah 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 i, I want michael's, that one and because yeah. michael's not artsy fartsy no. he's not weird imagine <laughs> yeah he's like that's cute no that's not gonna happen I'm, he's like but, i'm going uh, to disney isn't that right. artsy fartsy enough yeah exactly <laughs> that that's what we're doing that's enough Oh, shoot. So, um, yeah. And like little, you know, decoration things for like birthday parties and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's fun and uh, just a, a way to kind of disconnect. It's, I started doing it when my oldest was about eight months old. And like, I had just like, I just needed something to be like mm-hmm. my own kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, what started it and I don't do it a ton but when I do get the machine out then it's like an all-day process like I'm just gonna make all the things now because it's out and I'm ready well and your kids are still small you know so having the time is uh not always not always happening yeah Kay clearly has all kinds of time I do. I'm an empty nester. So, you know. <laughs> that does not necessarily translate to all the time, though. No, no, it doesn't. But so my first um, major was actually interior design. So, like, art has always been um, something I've enjoyed. Um, so, I, one of my favorite things to do is refurbish furniture and um, reimagine purpose for it. Uh, I don't always have the time for that. I'm very particular about the weather and I live in Ohio. So there's not a lot of great time to do that. And we don't have a heated um, garage. Um, but I live I, in Ohio. We have particular weather. It's particularly bad. Yeah, well, you know, um, but right now is my pumpkin crocheting time of the year. <laughs> I um, spend most of my, in fact, you can't, I have a whole lineup of pumpkins behind me right now. Um, and I crochet nightly, and um, they're about to go out for sale, actually, my pumpkins. So I don't know. I need I need that outlet. I realized, because like you, Laura, when my kids were younger, I didn't have to take a lot of time to do it. And when we became empty nesters, I was like, whoa, I need this. So which kind of leads into, right? Yeah. The whole mm-hmm. So it's um, funny because it's really funny because I was never we talked about doing this. So creativity is 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 one of our um is one of our core values. And the really funny thing is when we talked about doing uh or talking about creativity, I would never I would have not thought about um how creativity is important for you as a ministry leader personally. You know, I was mm-hmm. thinking uh, my my mind automatically went to um to you know creativity in, in within ministry but you know i think it's a it's a great way to start off and, it, and it's a great reminder okay that 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 um having some kind of creative outlet uh whether it's in, in some of y'all's are or you know y'all's are probably all more creative really than mine but it's a, it's it is there is some creativity involved in it 
Um, but having that creative outlet allows you, um, it, it, is, it is just simply that it is an outlet um, that mm-hmm. keeps you, if you're creative outside of ministry, it's going to keep you more creative inside of ministry. Right. And it's important to, 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 um, to keep in mind as we, as we talk about uh, creativity. So uh, creativity, cr- cultivating creativity is one of our uh, core values. We, we say that through imaginative, innovative, and nimble thinking, uh, that leads to becoming more than you than could be asked or imagined, pushing beyond the status quo. And I think that's a great reminder of, of what creativity can do in ministry is um, it is so easy whether you've been in ministry for, you know, th- there was that running myth for years that youth workers, uh, the average youth director stayed in, a, in their position for 18 months, which has been debunked a little bit, but it's still only four years. And so, you know, at some point you start to wonder, you know, is that, why is that? And maybe one of the reasons that happens is because it's so easy in ministry to get into a rut. When you find mm-hmm. a rhythm of what works, then you go back to old faithful um, and it becomes easier and easier. And sometimes we, we lose those creative juices uh, when it comes to ministry. So uh, maybe start here today is, is beyond um, having a creative outlet in your own life. What are some things, some tips you have for, uh, for ministry leaders? How, how, what are some tips you would say we would have for them that would say, these are things you can do in order to, um, to keep a creative edge uh, in your ministry uh, world. What would you say? What are some tips you have for them? Some, some advice. Well, um, I'm not sure when this is coming up in our um, podcast, but we also are going to talk about collaboration. And I think those two things go mm-hmm. hand in hand. I think in order to be as creative as you can, you can't be a lone ranger. Yeah. You need other people around you because we all, as we just shared, we all have kind of different gifts and talents. And it's by working together and being collaborative that we come up with new ideas. I mean, um, some of the best ideas that ever came out of ministry came because of a team meeting when we came together and and threw ideas out. And, and it might not have been a particular person's idea, but it was because of the talking and the collaboration. We came up with this really creative and yep. different idea. That's good. Mm-hmm. What else? What, what, how, how do you how do you stay? How do you keep ministry creative? What are some tips for keeping it creative? Well, um you know, I was thinking about this and thinking a lot of folks don't necessarily, like, I would be one of those people. Like, I don't necessarily think that I'm a super creative person. Um, but if anything, the past two years has forced us all to be yeah. creative because nothing, a lot of those ruts that we've been in, you couldn't stay in them because that wasn't mm-hmm. an option, you know? And so um, I think obviously we've done things differently because we've had to out of necessity, maybe not being together in the building or, or having just to, you know, look at different schedules and that kind of thing. But um, some tips I would think, I think, um, I think reading and um, Mm. following different folks on social media, different ministry groups um, and that kind of thing. I I mean, it kind of goes back to collaboration. You may not actually be talking with them, but, looking to see what is working in other places. And then you have to think how, what does that look like in my context? You right. know, cause and that's the key there. That's good. Um, you know, it's the, I can't just copy and paste, but I can think, Oh, they did this. And in my context, it would be a little different, but I could, you know, that could kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, I think too, I'm just thinking, 
I thought it was E.F. Hutton that says <laughs> that they never stop asking what if. But E.F. Hutton was um, when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. So yeah. I don't know, is that well, yeah? I don't, what's the what's the I don't know. There's some company that says we never stop asking what if. And for me, that's the, that's the, that's the, to me, that's one of the keys and one of the tips for being creative is always asking what if. And so if you take, to go back to Laura's example, if you take that idea you see on social media or it comes up and you say, well, what if we did this? Or what if we shifted that? Or mm-hmm. what if we, you know, what, what if, what if we moved small groups to Tuesday mornings at breakfast instead of doing on Wednesday nights? You know, what if we, what if we did away with snack supper on Sunday night? <laughs> the horrors, you know, what if, you know, but, but I think if you ask what if you may, and when you start asking that question, you keep asking, well, what if we did this? Well, what if we did that, but did this? And the more you keep asking what if, and eventually you're going to find something and go, oh my gosh, that's stinking genius. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought about that. So it's part of asking that what if, I think the other two, the other thing too is to dream is, mm-hmm. is, so think about what is it that limits you from doing from what is it that is limiting you from having the ministry you long for? What's limiting you there? And then think, okay, so maybe it's money. Okay. So if then if if money is a limiting factor, then say, okay, what if money was no object? What would I do? And mm-hmm. allow yourself to just go crazy and then say, okay, now if that's where I want to be with if I have money was no object, or if that's where I want to be, if I if I had, you know, maybe the limiting factor is I've only got eight kids in my in my in my ministry. I've only got eight people in the small group, which I guess if it's more than eight people, it's not a small group. That's another <laughs> thing altogether. But whatever that limit, it, you know, if I had more is a, a 45 people, what would it look like? And then think through what would I do in ministry and then say, okay, how can I model though what I want to accomplish what does that look like within the limitations I have and I think mm-hmm. oftentimes limitations just like you said somebody said earlier about in COVID that's where creativity came from was we all of a sudden had crazy limitations mm-hmm. and those limitations spawned creativity from those folks who were willing to embrace it and think through okay how can I change this and 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 and, and accomplish what I was accomplishing in a different way because I can't do X, Y, Z. So those are two things I would say is always ask what if and dream a little bit. I think too, um, uh, always keeping the main thing, the mission, you know, in the vision in front of you. And then saying to asking yourself or asking your team, um, how are we going to accomplish that? And can it be done differently than we've been doing it always mm-hmm. every year? Yeah. So um, often and then, the- so often the means become the mission. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah it's, that's what's most important is, is doing what we've always yeah. done. Sorry. Um, and then Sorry. having those brainstorming meetings uh, outside of the church. I think mm-hmm. it, it maybe not everyone, but at least one every quarter or, you know, however often you meet, at least a third or a fourth of those meetings should be outside. Um, it's amazing what a different environment will do to brainstorming. And it's not saying that everything I was thinking back, for instance, let's say um, we always had a winter retreat, which is great. Um, but, you know, what if you did it differently, you know, or throw in, there were traditions that are important. And we know that in ministry, but maybe um, you change it up one year. Um and then it becomes a new tradition, really. Yeah. Um, and you'll know what traditions not to mess with, but um, 
but you know have some creativity around those traditions i think are important absolutely i think something else that's important is don't be afraid to fail let's try something new if it doesn't work that's okay like why didn't it work then we can go back to the what if and you know trying to figure that out or it may just be like oh, that was a pretty terrible idea we're never going to do anything like that again and so that's I, okay. I, I call that i call that being a great punter it's like i'm always going to drop yeah. back and punt you better be a great punter yep. in ministry because sometimes you're gonna you're gonna have those things where you think man this is the best idea mm -hmm. ever yeah. And then those adults are going to show up or those kids are going to show up or those youth are going to show up. It is going to bomb. <laughs> and, and it's we call that research and development. That's exactly That's right. right. That's, That's exactly right. right, Caroline. So just call it research and development, punt away, and then get a new set yep. of downs and try again. And be okay right. with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caroline, you have any other tips about um, as far as um, how do you remain creative in ministry? So I want to say to I want to I want to bust a myth. Some people will say they're not creative. I'm just not a creative person. And so the tip is um, change your mindset about it. Mm -hmm. Change your mindset because if you're putting together a meal, you know, Chris, you said there's not much creativity, but there is when you're smoking barbecue. There's a lot. That's why one barbecue is better than another. You know. Mm -hmm. no, no, that's why my that's why my barbecue is better than another. <laughs> well, yes. Sorry, I misspoke. That is the truth. But um, but when you when you put together a meal, when you um, dress for an event, that is putting something something together. You're creating an environment. You're creating culture in your youth group. So you are. That team is creative. Um, so, so don't feel like you're not. Just change your mindset. Reframing is part of being creative. So reframe your mindset to begin with. And then, um, and then going back to what you were saying, Chris, what if. But say yes. Say why, yes, I think we can do that. Yes, I think. Uh, rather than coming up with all the reasons you can't, come up with reasons you can. Yep. Yeah, and you don't have to have all the answers. I mean, some of the yeah. best ideas have come from the students or from children. Get them involved in um, in planning or being creative or thinking of something new. Um, having would a that be voices. amazing that we ask the youth what they would like to do and <laughs> right. do it? Wow. Yeah. Yep. We had That's creative. We had a, um, a retreat that I was, I thought, oh, how is this going to go? They wanted to do a retreat about, um, and using their song lyrics from their songs as the basis for the discussion. And so they had to submit the song lyrics ahead of time. And it ended up being a great, um, retreat that we did all around whatever song. Oh, and here's another one. This is another, <laughs> one of my youth came up with, um, Run night, R-U-N, and it was a random utensil night, and so we had spaghetti, and you just had to pick out of a box this random utensil That's to funny. use. Like, some had a whisk, and some had a spatula, and they had to eat spaghetti with a That's random awesome. utensil night. How fun. Oh, that just came from teenagers, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, I, and so I think, they, they'll own it. And I think that's the idea of randomness, too. Mm -hmm. is is really fun so um 
Carlos Whitaker, Whitaker read a book called Moment Maker, and, and he, I think he was on that book. He shared this that he has this game he plays with his kids when they're like don't have anything to do, and they'll like roll dice. And so the first dice, it's like decides if they go. Somehow he works. I remember he makes the dice. And so the first, like they they leave their house and they go either east, north, west, east, north, west, or south. And the next two dice, they get like regular dice, and they go that many miles. And then they the the fourth, the third dice is like either like eat. Um, it's like eat, uh, do an activity. I, I, whatever so there's like four different things they do and so it's like you have this random day where they just That's don't know fun. what they're gonna do they randomly do some so they, if let's just say it was you know we're gonna go 26 miles east and eat so they go 26 miles east once they cross the 26 mile mark the first place they come to to eat they go in there no questions asked and so <laughs> You know, that's fun. Yeah, I think that's ridiculously fun. So just oh, yeah. any, any sense of randomness that you can create mm -hmm. in ministry like that, I think is fun. So I hope that's helpful for you. Um, we 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 think creativity is is really critical and important in ministry. Uh, it's important for you as a leader to to find that creative outlet as well. So we hope that this has been helpful for you uh, here on the Cultivating Ministry podcast to help you uh, keep that creativity and maybe give you some tips on how you can be creative in ministry. So thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to connect with you on social media, so follow Cultivate Group, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight group, on Instagram and Facebook. And check out our website at cultivategroup.org, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, group.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.